You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hey everybody, welcome aboard our new podcast, Making Waves, a Shiprock podcast. From wherever you are to wherever we are, we sure appreciate you joining us. We're here with two very important goals. Number one, to rock hard, and number two, to vacation harder. Our first week here with the podcast ever, your hosts, Chad Nicefield and Justin Press, bring to you a conversation with an amazing performer, great dude, great entertainer. Making Waves brings you Hiro the Hero. So on behalf of your captain, Alan Koenig, and all of your friends here at Ask for Entertainment, enjoy the episode and we will see you on the ship. Uh, he's a two-time performer on Ship Rock so far, and he's become a huge uh, favorite of a lot of people, and he's really gone out of his way a lot of times to help us out, and we couldn't be more thankful. So please, without further ado, Hiro the Hero. Yeah, what's up, hey. y'all? Chilling. What's up, dude? Good, good, man. Chilling, quarantining. So real quick, guys, for everyone in Facebook land, we'll lay this out real quick. We're just going to talk about whatever Hyro wants to talk about. We'll pose questions to you. And what we'd like is for you guys on uh, the Shiprock Facebook Live page, please throw in some comments. If you've got some questions, we'll get to those and we'll, we'll pose those to Hyro. But for the beginning, we'll let, uh, let's let a couple of artists talk with each other. So let's let uh, Chad and Hyro do their thing for a bit. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Chad? Chilling, chilling. So, what's uh, up, Chip Rockers? Yeah, what's up, Chip Rock? Uh, and, yeah. and full disclosure, we discussed this already, but uh, Hyro's in Los Angeles, so am I, uh, which is probably why you've seen Sun uh, gracing his beautiful face right now. And you're like, oh, is this real? Uh, How does it feel out here? How do you feel like being um, being ho- essentially stuck home um, in Los Angeles, not just in general for the pandemic, but as an artist that had plans to be on tour because you just had a oh tour. man it fucking sucks dude. it's fucking yeah. it's the worst feeling ever i ain't gonna lie to you bro because you know i kind of plan everything and what i was gonna do and i'm like oh yeah you know how it is every year you yeah. know when it's a brand new year you'd be like oh man i'm about to take over i'm about to take yeah. over this year it's yeah. over now so yeah <laughs> that, that got then- <laughs> yeah exactly it's gonna take your shit sandwich and just smushes it right in your face Man. Yeah, man. So if y'all ain't not supposed to be on tour with Asking Alexandria, Falling in Reverse, Wage War, but you know, you know, things with the Corona and stuff, it got pushed back. So it's rescheduled. I mean, most likely looking like shit with everything. I don't know, but most likely looking everything going towards next year now. So I've been just killing this, you know, internet game, making remixes, trying to build up, you know, just build up what I can while we in this time frame. I wanted to ask you uh, about those remixes, and I'll come back to it real quick because I, I I watch every single one of them, and I think it's, oh, yeah, yeah. I think not, not only are they awesome, but it, they're innovative and an interesting way, fun way to keep your your fans engaged, a yeah, and yeah your yeah. your mind healthy, and also the creative process of it. But I wanted to ask you specifically about Shiprock, um, and, and Justin will will be able to chime in a little bit deeper here. But um, I remember we did a tour 
uh, last October, we were yeah. on a, a tour, we, you, and I, you and Wilson, and uh, I kept telling you about the ship because you got booked and you were going to be on it. And uh, we had a few different conversations. I was like, you just wait. When you get there, your your whole brain hole is going to be exploded. Uh, <laughs> it's true. such a good time. The fans are so engaged, come part of yeah. your life. How do you feel after now uh, doing the ship? Uh, what shit? You did it twice now, right? Twice already, yeah, twice, yeah. yeah. It's it amazing, man. You know, first time it was an epic introduction too because it was, you know, I didn't expect people to even know me like that at first yeah. and to have a crowd. Yeah. So that was crazy right at the beginning. That was, you know, off top was just wild, you know, walking by and seeing people say what's up and knowing who I was. I, I just thought I was going to walk in and chill and, you know, saying and try to build up some people. But, you know, it, everybody came prepared. They were just like waiting. And I'm glad that I, you know, I lived up to the hype, you know what I'm saying? I did my thing and lived up to the hype, had an amazing time. So I knew second time around. I had to come stronger to, you know what I'm saying, introduce a new song and got to be on the big stage. You know, yeah. that was fucking epic. And yeah, man, it was an amazing time in the beach. You know, the beach was, that was just crazy. Let <laughs> me bring that up real quick, Hyro. It's like you mentioned the first time you came on and you were a little, not apprehensive, but you're like, well, okay, are they going to know who I am? I said that one thing we talked about Josh from the band 68 last week is like how knowledgeable ship rockers are. Yeah, man. The announce acts that aren't familiar or hadn't been on they're right in, they're going into Spotify or iTunes and checking it out. And you know what, man, they're really gracious about trusting us in our taste and about the and band and act we bring on. And you know, and you do, you, like you just said it in the second time, once you're on second time, on, you're family, man, you're kind of like ingrained yeah. you know, and, and you're embraced. And, and so, yeah, man. So I'm glad to hear that, that, that was it surprised you the first time. Like, Holy shit. These people. Oh yeah. yeah. Man. Shock, man. You know, and I brought my wife that first one too, man. So she was like a little superstar too. So it was just epic for both of us. This is like, oh wow, this is super dope. So you know, it's just all you know. When I, when it comes to stuff like that, I just want to live up to the hype and put on a good show. And I'm glad we did that. Yeah, you know, like I, what I, I mean, I have my own experiences with the ship at, uh, in post the first performance and how it's moved on through my entire life, not outside yeah, of Wilson, yeah. but as a human, do you, do you see, did you see subsequently um, a lot of like new fans or more engaged fans out there on the road when you, you know, post ship and you went on your first tour, did you see like a turnaround from that? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. You see ship. Rock. I see it before I fucking yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ship rockers was there before I even got on ship rock. So that was yeah. the cool. And they just kept telling me like, you're going to have an amazing time. You're going to have an amazing time. And it was true, man. So, you know, I built up more fan base. And the thing, the difference is, you know, Ship Rock fans, they really with you. Like you said, it's family, man. So, you know, even on a slow post on Instagram, there's still some Ship Rockers going to show some love on my post. You get what yeah. I'm saying? They yeah. always down for the for the artists, you know. So that's the coolest thing I love about it, man. Yeah, they're really good at, uh, they're really good at kind of like, telling their friends, hey, you got to check out this guy. Let's say you're going to play in Columbus yeah. or whatever. You're going to go play a club or theater show there. They're going to come and they're bringing 10 of their friends and they're going to represent cool. you. And they're kind of like, you know, they're an incredible street team, if you even want to call them that, you know? Yeah, exactly, man. So, yeah, I was someone, so happy. Someone mentioned here, uh, Sean Smith on, uh, on our Facebook page mentioned, and I agree with him, your first deck show in the middle of the afternoon was fucking epic. Yo, that's what's up. <laughs> it was loud, good. Everyone was in a great mood. The weather was perfect. It's like one of those things, like the stars kind of aligned for that Everything show. aligned, yeah. And you so, know yeah, whole... so thank you, Sean, for that question, man. That's yeah, great. Thank well, you, he wasn't, it was a statement. He wasn't even talking about that. He was like, hey, <laughs> hey, a statement on that. On that. Hey, that's what's up. I apologize. <laughs>
He's like, Sean's like, uh, yeah, oh, dude, I heard your show was epic. Was it epic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mentioned something, Harrow, and I don't want to, I'll get, I'll throw this back to Justin, but I wanted to, 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 to chime in because there's this very specific situation between our bands where I can't remember the city that we were in, but we were on tour together and we played that weird, like, um, a gaming center never heard of the place before oh yeah yeah that and was crazy was like 10 people 12 people there total and yeah pretty much every one of them were ship rockers and uh you said like how they show you love uh you know yeah that was the moment though that that moment right there really stood out yeah because they was the only ones there and they was rocking like it was fucking ten thousand people yeah d- exactly and you know you, you said well if nobody shows you love on a comment there's always gonna be a ship rocker there having your bag it's seriously like family like that night for us, you know, uh, Wilson, it, we're you know bringing you guys out. We're like, shit. There's like fucking twelve people at the show. They're gonna think we're fucking terrible. Like high roads, <laughs> these guys are fucking a joke. And they made everything that day so much better. Uh, yeah. And, and it's a testament to not only their their ability to um, make your day as a fan, but how dedicated they are. Because some people would show up in a room and see like a, it was a pretty big room too, and see like five other people there and be like, but they made the whole entire night so special. And, uh, well, that's the thing is about keeping, keeping, you know, rock alive, keeping the music alive. And that's what they doing for sure. And it's never going to go nowhere where, you know, the ship rockers like that. Cause you know, they even bring the young ones, the young ones coming up loving yeah. the music too. So, you know, it's going to be a, just a cycle that keeps going. Oh, yeah. it's funny. Um, this is refers to actually both of you uh, when you guys were with Wilson and with you, there's, there's two moments. There's one moment per band where it really kind of changes the game on how you're received. Not so much, well, pretty much on the ship, of course, but just how a lot of people, there's that moment in bands lives. And I won't say this has ship rock is not your band's life, but it's a, it's a big moment for a lot of people is when Wilson with Chad and Wilson, when they did our, our Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. Where it just felt like there, I don't, know what else we can do to make this so explosive and crazy and amazing and cheerleaders and bombast and confetti it was fucking awesome and yours was the beach show last year oh yeah that beach show was crazy man. that was crazy it was so good and it's like the, it's 120 degrees you guys are out there just killing it in jeans i'm like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah man and personally i'm speaking for all ship rockers on, on both accounts and saying as someone who works for it but also as a fan i'm like crushed both times in both yeah, issues thank you, one, of, one of the pivotal moments you're like in 20 years we look like ship rocks it'll still be in probably year 32 at the time we'll all be <laughs> raving. kids will be running it um we'll look back at those moments and go yep that was turning points yeah. oh yeah man so, especially that thank you, show, man. thank you both i promise really thank you guys for you that was thank everything you. thank you thank you so much i know I, I posted a clip of that beat show i did some weird michael jackson <laughs> 720 spin. I don't even know how that happened. So that's hey, man, the show we got shots of you getting air. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the photo is all that. And you could anything could have happened in that moment, but that photo, epic. Everybody thinks it's epic. I think somebody broke their leg while you're playing. I remember. I know. I remember, no way. I know somebody broke their leg that day or hurt themselves very, very, uh, very badly. Uh, that oh day. lord. I want to say, say it was in the at your beach show but hey only that person probably was yeah. <laughs> do you have any uh do you have any like immediate uh, turning around and, and thinking about like um 
like the, the particular situation we're in with the pandemic and your tour going away. And we just talked about you have a record that you finished recording that has been essentially just like put on pause. Yeah, um, man, I'm so excited about that coming out, man. Yeah. So how, how are you, you know, like, how are you? how's the spirit in your camp with all like all the guys and your team members? Like, do you guys have conversations about what's next and when you're going to be able to uh, implement that? You know, it really is just about, yeah, honestly, it's just the whole conversation, I guess within the whole music industry, it's just staying relevant for artists, you know, mm-hmm. so that's why you see a lot of IG live and, you know, me, I just decided, you know, I know I like to do the IG live too, but I, I'm this is my time to be creative. So that's yeah. why I put out these remixes and things like that. Because I get to show another side, my producing side, and what I've been doing. This is how I came up is remixing rock songs. So I'm like, oh shit, I got a chance to put it out and, and late yeah. when I read on a trip, you know, <laughs> they, they encourage <laughs> me. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, y'all about to go crazy. That's why I'm shooting music videos, all that kind of stuff, man. And I'm, I'm really just being creative. Shit I should have been doing from a long time ago. But yeah. now I'm forcing myself in the situation. So that's super cool. But like I said, I got an amazing album I made with Matt Good. Oh, sick. They calling it genius, bro. That's the word they're using is genius. Yeah, with that's it. awesome, man. So Can that's why it? I'm like, bro, oh, I need this to come out. But I need a tour with it, too. You know what I'm saying? Right. I want everything to come out properly. So it's definitely, it's a, it's a mind fuck, dude. It's a hey, mind fuck. I got to give a quick shout out. The guy we're talking about who hurt himself during your beat show was Colin. Yeah. Henry. So give a shout out to Colin, please. Just Colin. Colin. That's right. Shout out Colin, man. Is he better? Yes, he'd be better. Oh, Dude, oh, I'm, so, I'm so sorry about your, your leg, yeah, man, but man, like, it was probably know. awesome. It was probably it was awesome. awesome, dude. What a moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stories. You See, know, I was right off the stage and just laying down because I was done. So I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see that was going on. That's crazy. Hey, can I ask a quick question from uh, from one of our ship rockers, Jennifer? She wants to know who's your, who's your inspiration. Who's my inspiration? Uh, yeah. As far as music goes, it's Tupac Shakur. As far as rock and roll goes, I say at the drive-in and wow. Rancid and Bad Brains and, you know, Rage Against the Machine for sure, for sure. You know, those are my go-tos, though. But, you know, my overall that got me into music is Tupac, so. Man, yeah. Tupac and at the drive-in kind of are a good mesh for you, man. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, you described yeah, that's me. That's good. basically what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's in, that's interesting. I didn't I, uh, I I didn't know about the. I'm a huge at the drive-in fan too. I didn't know about at the uh, that you were inspired by them. How did that oh, yeah. come about? When did you remember when you first heard that band? By the way, or, or the first band that made you say the first act that said I have to be in a band. Like, well, I forgot when I heard at the drive. I think my old, like way back, my old old man that told me about at the drive and to check them out. And so I started checking them out. And I was like, "Yo, this is fucking dope." And then yeah. I saw that David Letterman. I think it was David Letterman or whatever mm-hmm. show they did on the late night show. And I was like, "Yo, this is insane! You can act like that on stage." You know, I was like, "Rules, <laughs> yeah, there ain't no rules, bro. You can fucking go wild." So that, that's what kind of upped me up. Yeah. So that that helped my stage performance. And then when I saw the Pearl Jam documentary. I, oh, yeah. That's when I really said, okay. I was watching it on the way from Europe on the plane, and I was just like, well, hold on. Why am I not doing this type of shit on stage? Like, what the fuck? What is, are there rules? <laughs> so that's, I had to take it up another notch. Well, <laughs> yeah, you got those guys, and then you watch early HR with Bad Brains, you go, oh, that's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. So, yeah. yeah okay. I like to look at things from a performance standpoint, too. So, yeah, that helped me. I think it's a bit of stun, I don't know. Well, listen, man, thank you for answering that question for her, please, because that's something we're all interested in, because we always yeah, want to we want to know what all the artists, where, where you guys, like, 
well, not always the first record you bought because it's usually something your parents gave you. Yeah. You know, but like, what inspired you? So thank you so much for answering, answering that. Yeah. Oh, good. You, you, um, you, I want to talk about these remixes, man, because they're not only, like I said, really good, but they're always Thank interesting you. song choice and they produce the production on it is great. Uh, you said you got your, you kind of started doing music this way. Uh, can you kind of take us from, I guess, reaching back to your origins of how it all kind of came, came together. Can you start from the beginning? And uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, I was already, um, I had learned how to use, make beats when I was younger already. We had a MPC. Yeah. This thing. We had MPC yeah. and we had a, Fruity Loops, and we didn't know how to use no MPC, so we was just like, fuck it, we're gonna learn Fruity Loops. So I learned mm -hmm. the Fruity Loops, and so I started making beats on that, so we wanted to rap, so I tried to make beats and rap and all that. Then I was in high school, so a girl had broke up with me, my ex-girlfriend broke up with me. So I was all pissed and shit, so I was like, you know what, I wanna scream at her, man. Yeah. So I said, let me take a rock song and sample it, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna rap on the rock song so I can scream, and then I shit from there, I just started doing that. Came out with a mixtape called Gangsta Rock that went good on MySpace, sampling rock songs. Then I did another one called Rock and Roll Gangsta. And then another one called Bella Horizonte. So all of that had just got popping. And then I moved out to LA, started grinding, and then I changed it. So it wasn't more so the sampling. Then it turned into my first album, Burt School Work Debt, which I made with Ross Robinson. So it just turned to heavy, heavy rock. So that's when I started getting down that kind of route. Like, oh yeah, this is it, because I can perform, I can go wild with it. You know, yeah. so I went down there for a whole long time. Then Flag Channel came out as the one that y'all got introduced to, you know what I'm saying, that took me there. And then um, work on this new album, which is epic. So I never really got to show my old school style of doing shit. So now this quarantine come through. I'm like, oh, well, let me show them how I used to get down remixing rock songs. Yeah. So that's where this come back into play. And now I'm even better making beats. So that's why those come out so sick, man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah, make yeah, them yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? I make them like in about fucking 30 minutes. That's and then awesome. Yeah, just write it and then shoot a little quick video on the cell phone and boom, just like that. So so you said something. That I, I was going to uh, talk about this, but you kind of already answered it. Uh, for most people they don't probably realize that you've been doing this for quite some time. This isn't just like, like the ship is a, a great jumping point for a lot of, for an introduction to a band like this in the rock world. Oh, yeah, you've yeah. been around um, for years. In fact, uh, when we first toured together, I, I told you that I remember going to see you open up for Mindless Self-Indulgence. Yeah, Mindless Self-Indulgence. 11 or 12 or something like that. Uh, before cool, that, man. I saw you at Warp Tour, before that tour. Um, I've been in this shit for a long time, bro. For real, for real. I've been in for a long time, dude. What keeps you going? That's the thing. Like, yeah, you went through a lot of changes, right? You started making beats and your MPC through or through Fruity Loops to try and rap, and then you heard, you know, this this new, this new idea came in your head how you can merge these two worlds together, and then birthed this record with Ross Robinson that took you to see the world for the first time. Like, what keeps exactly. you going? Coming through and up and down, you know, with all these years. And it's funny you speak of mindless self-indulgence because um, I got when I got the mindless self-indulgence, so I was just like, "Yo, how the hell I get this shit?" Mm -hmm. Then I found it after that James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, is the one who put me on there because he was a fan of my music. Yeah. So this big Hollywood director was a fan of my music and got me on tour because he was friends with mindless self-indulgence. Yeah. And I got cool with James Gunn on that tip. That was fucking dope. And then I was just like, yo, bro. Because he was working on Guardians of the Galaxy, too. 
So oh. I had told him, I was like, yo, bro, put me in the movie, put me yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> I said, put my song in the movie, dog. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, um, he says, oh, I'm sorry, man, we only doing 70s music in there. I was like, oh, that's a fucking lie. You know, why you lying to me, dude? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when the movie come out, it's really all 70s music in the movie. <laughs> We, You're had, not there. Hey guys, we had a quick question from Rosalind from uh, Shiprock. She wanted to know uh, anything about the Bring the Noise thing you did with Leo. Is that something that's going to be recorded, be available? What's, what's, or is that oh, I don't know yet. I don't know how Leo does it because I just, you know, I'm kind of featured on Leo's stuff and he's a YouTube guy. So he posts that thing on YouTube and it's boom, millions. So, yeah, YouTube, I don't know what so YouTube only right now. Yeah, I think it's YouTube only. Same with my remixes. I just throw them out for YouTube or something like that. Because okay. I get, you know, when you're using other people's music, I guess it gets kind of deeper when it comes to the business. Yeah, they get a little lawyers get involved. <laughs> yeah, that type of shit. So, yeah, I just put my shit out for free. So I'm pretty sure he probably do the same. Well, I, yeah, the, the, that's, that was a part of my, uh, my, my spiel is how awesomely welcomed in the ship rock culture is one thing, but rock and roll, we're seeing a resurgence of what I, I fucking love the collaborations. I love artists come together for no other reason other than maybe loving each other's work or they're just creative people who are hearing different voices that should be on the record that shouldn't be their voice or whatever it is yeah. or if you're just like keeping just keeping the camaraderie alive and you're one of the the champions of that i mean wilson had you on um our our remix of Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you had awesome. twisted you've had asking alexandria i mean the, the list just keeps going on all sorts of different places too that you you're able to fit in yeah. How does that feel? Like, how does that come about? How does it feel? And is it weird to be like, to be called on by some of your like constituents, some of the people who you like grew up listening to and now you're going to be yeah, going like, with them, but you're going to be on the record. Crazy though, man. You know, it's super yeah. dope. Like the homie Seth from Crazy Town, I'm, I got something with him coming out soon and it's like, well, that's the homie from Crazy Town. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, wait, that, Shifty Shellshock from, is that what you said? Yeah, I got a song with him coming soon. It's fucking dope. We shot a little video and everything, man. So what is he? Yeah. I just kind of curious. What is he doing these days? It's been like oh, he got a he got like an underground scene kind of going on. Just going okay. like real hardcore shit underground that he's trying to build up, and he got like a little small fan base to it too. That's been like a well, it's kind of huge, but they just like real deep in his shit too, which is crazy. So he's building it up slowly, man, and it's, it's getting dope, especially with the shit he made with me. Oh, it's gonna be fucking crazy, man. I just, I just, I, crazy town. I just like, yeah, everybody, man. Wow, yeah. good. Well, good for him. Good for going. Hey, man, dispel a rumor. That guy's not Jack Nicholson's son, is he? <laughs> no. All right, good. Because that was a rumor going for a long time. I was like, what? No, I gotta ask him. Actually, I'll ask him. I'll, what I'll, mother? Where did you hear that? I never heard. That's not that's that's rumor. Internet ball. forever. It's been on the internet forever, dude. I was like. What? No. I don't think so. I'll ask them shit. Hey, <laughs> good, hey, good gig if you can get it, but damn. Yeah. What if you say, oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> that song was huge. I mean, uh, that song was fucking huge. You know, like the one of the last things that Wil Wilson got asked to do a tour with them right before, right when we decided we were going to, you know, call it Capoots. Uh, yeah. And we're like, okay, so this is crazy. The band that, like, this band that, like, you know, kind of like came out of nowhere in the two in in the you know in the new metal hip-hop rock scene back in the 2000s is now like not only knows who the band that exactly, i'm in is so but now it's asking us to tour and then um you know how does that feel like that's i guess like are you are you shocked or is this just become part of your norm now you're just like 
Well, yeah, kind of, I got so much crazy stories that it's kind of part of my norm a little bit now. Like, I don't be too shocked with some of the shit because yeah. I know I'm working hard. So I know when you work hard, things will come. Yeah. But I had so much crazy things, you know, sometimes it's like always something new. So it is, it takes me back a little bit. Like when I was um, in Download Festival in 2012, I think it was, I'm the first artist ever to play down three stages at Download Festival. You know, nobody ever played three stages in one weekend. Yeah, except me. Yeah, so that's fucking dope too. Wow. And then when I was on the stage, you did three yeah, shows in one weekend at Download. <laughs> it's insane, Good thing, man. Yeah. And wow. then uh, when I was working one stage, I looked to the left, and the whole corn is just sitting there watching me, bro. So I was like, what the fuck? You get what I'm saying? Got yeah. stories like that. You know, Chino is the homie. Like, Chino, I used to babysit Chino kids from the Deftones. Fucking crazy, you know? Yeah. I got to, it's just, you know, people have to bring it up for me to kind of tell oh, the stories because it's so much different. They, like, my old band was, um, my old band, like, when I first started out with my first album was uh, Kelly Scott from Failure I had on drums. What? Yeah, and I had Tom Capone <laughs> from Quicksand. What? My, what? Yeah, that was my first band. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, we're going what? You know, we're like, what? <laughs> I mean, that was that, my first band, dude. Fucking yeah. Kelly went on tour with me for a while, and Tom Capone was for a while. And, listen, I, I hey, hey, and if you get a tape, if you talk to Can Tom, ask him when the fuck he's gonna put Handsome back together. Oh yeah, oh, please I, for I, me I, too. I, please, come <laughs> on, man. Come I on. ain't talked to Tom in a long time, though. I ain't you got his number, right? Yeah, I ain't seen him for a while because he was going, kind of going through things at the time too. So it's just always. Right, I was so right. young. Fair so enough. Fair enough. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not fair. Will you call him right now on this? Like <laughs> <laughs> he was the homie of me and him used to hike all the time, bro. Like they was my band for a while, man. It's crazy. I got some. Yeah, I got some crazy shit, man. It's just you know when you bring it up is how I come with it. You said something pretty cool about the corn guys. You know, they're on, they're, they're on side stage watching you perform. And like, I don't fucking die on y'all. <laughs> What's that? Oh, you okay? Yeah, that makes sure my phone oh. Uh When you when you mentioned what you said about Corby and side stage, I can recall very vividly many times on the ship, and you know, I, I post the ship so many times um, in our career where I looked next to you know, look across the stage, and I'm expecting maybe see my girlfriend or you know, uh, one of our guys' yeah. girlfriends, and maybe like our sound guy or whatever it is that's standing there being like, everything okay? But then you see like somebody that you like grew up loving listening to appreciating what you're doing turn taking that and putting that into ship rock uh ship rock culture um that sort of love do you see it re like when you see your a, a a a band guy that you love that you respect or whatever watching your your your, your set live on that ship have you yeah. seen a return in that sort of time their, that person's investment of their time watching you like have they taken you on a tour things like that Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, uh, tours not so much. Maybe it's like few do that. I get the tours. Some will just you know they word is bond. You know what I'm saying they word yeah. just they word. They'll go out in a magazine and say, "Yo, Hyro was the shit." Yeah. Like Jonathan Davis said, my album at that time was his favorite album of 2012. You know, so that and that went a long way. So that's something I could just tell. Oh, yeah. yeah. Feel me? So <laughs> shit like great. that happens from me. You know, like um. Fred Durst showed me a lot of love in Australia when I was in Soundwave in Australia. Fred Durst showed me mad love, bro. Like, you do little side shows, and he came through. I was just performing at a little small show, like, you know, before the festival, and I look in the crowd, and Fred Durst right there. Yeah. Next, you know, I go do my show. He right there, watch the whole show. 
Then when he had his big show, he said, hey, you want to do Nookie? I was like, oh, well, fuck yeah, I want to go do Nookie. You know what I'm saying? And he goes, you know the yeah. words? I was like, oh, nah, I don't know the words. Well, I know. Another question. I, it's been so far in the thread. A lot of things are coming really fast, which is awesome, by the way. Um, were you working on something with Nonpoint? Oh, Nine Point? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was on tour with Nine Point. And stuff okay, like but you weren't working on any material with them. God, I know music. Yeah, we got to work. Okay. Actually, I, that's who I'm going to call on for some things, too, though. I know I'm going to do a Nine Point remix. And then uh -huh. for the album, when I'm doing features, is I need to ask some people to come sing certain things, too. Because I'm singing, too, but it's kind of better if I get somebody else to sing. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, you know, get it? You know, you, you know the part. That's it. You know, you yeah, know what, what voice you need. You're hearing in your head. You're like, it's not the mine. Voice I'm hearing <laughs> in my head. Like, I, I sound good. I'm surprised. Like, I'm doing some singing on this album. I'm surprised, but I'd rather get somebody bigger to sing. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I got to bring up a quick thing because he's been banging on it on here about it. Uh, you know, Lane Arnold. Oh yeah, Lane, man. What's Lane up? To, you got any memories of early Texas tours? You want to ask? I got to throw that in there. <laughs> I got too much memories. So Lane, yeah, Lane is the main man. Showed me lots of love before all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? He used to bring me out in Texas on rap shows, rock shows. You know, he'll get the tour bus and everything because he would promote us. So he get the tour yeah. bus. So like he brought me on there with Bone Thugs and Harmony. Who else? He, he had me on, bro. He had me on with so much dope bands and shit like that. And so he helped me kind of hone my craft doing those shows sure. around Texas, man. So so epic, bro. Lane is the man. Dude. All right. He just took me to a Judas Priest show the other day when we was in Texas too. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right, very good. All right, Chad, you got, you want? I'll just continue on, man. Sorry, I had to throw it in. I gotta yeah, get. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally just riffing. I I feel like it's a little bit uh like. Tyra and I go back, and uh, not only have we toured with each other, and man, everyone wants to hear these great stories. These are this is a seriously entertaining segment, oh, dope, part, dope. so keep it up. Yeah, please. man, I got stories for days, man. You know, it's like I said, y'all just bring it up because they don't really come to my mind. Like, I got a song I did with uh, so I got it recorded somewhere. I can't find the fucking song, but me, <laughs> Chino, Tom Capone, and Kelly doing Dead Wrong cover by Biggie and Eminem. It's so goddamn fit. It's up, it's up in your top left part of your cupboard. Box. <laughs> yeah, I can see it right up there. Right over there. <laughs> I gotta find the song. It's fucking. And Chino does Eminem verse, and he does this long scream that goes on so fucking long, bro. It's insane, man. That dude it, it has always been a hero of mine. And here you talk about him, like, you know, babysitting his uh, kids and in the being on music with being on albums and tracks with him and things like that. Uh, do you have any, did you tour with the Deftones? Do you have any like fun? Yeah, I toured with them in Australia. Um, it was, but see, they, oh, this was my mess up. Cause I, this when I was doing, when I had kind of stopped from my last album and I did rap. So he took me on tour rapping. So it was me, Let Live and uh, the Deftones. Wow. And then, uh, so Let Live is um, Jason from Fever right now. That was his old band. Mm -hmm. And we went out there and murdered it, but I was like, well, fuck, shit, I should have had my band at this goddamn tour instead of fucking rapping, because this crowd is crazy, you know what I'm saying? But I did a good job, so I was happy. Oh, so you went out with just, like, yourself? Uh, and, yeah, man, and you hear something? yeah, I was on my rap shit at that time. <laughs> Damn. It was That's between pretty... Flag Channel and uh, Bird School work then. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching, uh, so one of my, one of my all-time current favorites is Tyler, the Creator, and I was oh, watching... Yeah. Two of his two of his more recent live shows the other day on on YouTube. Um, 
specifically the the flower boy record and uh this massive production right he's got these falling down trees it looks like he's in a forest on like huge stage uh, it's just him no band no dj no nothing just him in this space and um you know i i kept thinking in the back of my head like how nerve-wracking is that gotta be like it's just have- there's not even like another person to look at at this moment I know. like if they took if they divert their eyes away from you they just see wall you know or whatever it is so that's what when you can do that type of production is insane you know i wish sometimes i wish i could do it but then at the same time i'll be like bro i don't want them to take away from my goddamn show like you know how i get down <laughs> right <laughs> need some fireworks yeah, that's about it, man. Give me some flames. That's all I want. Some flames when I get down. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if you took all, if you stripped all of that stuff away, it's still just a guy on stage, you know. Like yeah, so that's that's the real true, you know, saying thing. Like I like how Travis Scott does it. He does similar where it's just him yeah. on stage in a dope production. Yeah. So that's sick. But if I did get to that level, I don't even know if I'd want like crazy production because you know when it's a band, it's more so. I wouldn't want nothing taken away from what what we do. You get what yeah, I'm the saying? personal emotion, the feeling that you're getting from there. Yeah, like, you oh, want some lights and some flames, maybe that's it. Yeah, you have some. You have a physical band. Those guys are attacked yeah. to go with you. So it's a very powerful thing. I don't. I don't think really. Maybe a neon light up sign. That, you know. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> use wizards out of it or some shit. That's about all you need, man. Because the rest yeah. is just physicality. Yeah, or exactly kind of like a hairspray and a lighter, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe uh, when I get older and I can't move so much, I have all the goddamn production for you. Yeah, we're wheeling you around. All right, get out there. <laughs> Make us <laughs> <the> money. <laughs> have dancers and everything. I have a whole shit going on. That's my. That was always my dream. My my dream was always like it, you taking it back to the. Um, the uh, oh, rock uh, stage show with the um, uh, for the football show. Uh, for the halftime show, like getting yeah. the girls to do the dancing and stuff, Justin. It was like one of those moments where I was like, this is what I've always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> when when you when you're like coming up with these situations, like for instance, talking about your band guys, because they're all lovely dudes, man. Like not only are they great players, but they're yeah. really, really, really awesome, genuinely great human beings. I spent a lot of time with them, so I know. Uh, how did you find those guys in like you mentioned you've had different band members and things like that. Uh, more or less, like, can you can you walk us through like the process of how your group, as we know it, exists? Oh, right now. Oh, yeah. How I got them was um they was in another band. I, f- I forget the name of the band. They'll be mad at me. But I forget the name of that band. Um, and uh, yeah, I got hit up by Don, who when I was on my old label, Don he used to do a uh, Century Media back in the days. And so Don was like, yo, how I got some people, you know, that you could probably that would work good with you. You get what I'm saying? Because I was looking for like a younger kind of vibe, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. I could have a younger band and things like that. I'm hungry. And uh, yeah, he put me in touch with them, man, Davey and Troy. And uh, Maddie was just a neighbor across right uh, from me. So yeah. that, it just all worked out perfectly, bro. And I didn't know they would get down like that because yeah. in their old band, they was like more alternative. So they really kind of was constricted to what they do. And I was like, bro, y'all got to move. Y'all with me. I mean, yeah, y'all going to have to do Picking some up shit. by their shirt collar and throwing them around. Yeah, so they probably went too far now. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so. it's, it's crazy to think that like you had so many at, at that point in your career, you had Don from Century Media, somebody like that. Like knowing just what you're possible, you, what you're capable of doing as a human, and yeah, yeah, finding the tools that you needed 
to uh, uh, to get the job done, you know. Yeah, 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 because the yeah, they wanted me to, you know, just get the shit. They wanted it to be super dope, you know, because they, they know what I'm capable of. And, you know, I've been in this for a long time and been down in L.A. for a long time. So it's almost like, man, everybody just want to see me win. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Because they know yeah. what I'm capable of. So they all just like push to see me win. And so when they see these opportunities come, they like it's almost like everybody just get together to try to help. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So then this big tour coming was like the one where like, man, we it's that time. So that's why I'm like, oh shit, there we go, some bullshit. Yeah. Corona. You know, so. they, they can't they can't take no, corona, nothing, no pandemic can take away what you have inside of you. True, right. true, Any artist true. that's passionate about what they do when you're at home, you know, I have I'll I'll, I'll be honest. You know, that's jealous. the strangest like, What's that? That's the greatest statement and the craziest statement ever. No yeah. pandemic <laughs> can take away dot dot dot. Yeah, well, you know, it's your it's your will, and like I get jealous. Like I'll be honest with you. Like I was watching your shit the other day, and like I'm laugh, I'm having fun, and I watch more videos. I go back to them all the time. Whenever you pop up in my newsfeed, I always look at what else is going on because I love yeah. listening to those music videos, your TikTok things, and I think, man, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should go and and then I, I sit down for a second and I start eating a cereal or whatever and are drinking a coffee be like that's what i'm gonna do next and then something sidetracks me uh whether that's from you know uh my my other shit that's going on in my life or just yeah, something yeah. outside in the world and you can you can hone in how do you oh shit i mean i give you thank you for that though but i mean it's, i know what you could i know what you're talking about so it's tough to hone in though sometimes bro it took me a minute to hone in especially that tiktok bullshit i don't fucking bro it took me forever to get on that tiktok now i'm killing tiktok bro i got like um it's like a different fan base though because i you know i do the workouts yeah so i started doing push-ups and then you could do it with people so it was this black dude who's light-skinned and so i was like okay let me do it with him so i did the duet with him and now i got this whole fan base of just fucking black women just loving me and <laughs> so i'm sorry every- dude, i'm laughing at you going i'm killing tiktok <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i'm killing tiktok bro so i got like bro it's almost six thousand followers right now it's just going, is, I, don't, dude, I don't even know what that that is is that a lot i don't even know on that oh yeah, yeah. well shit. for the yeah. beginning it's a lot but some have millions of followers you know for what yeah, i you did, make like, that, that kind of time oh nah that's insane bro you just gotta do you live, be high road yeah you would do good on tiktok though bro like the thing with tiktok is you can go viral overnight if you do something that crazy, you get what I'm saying? So that's what happened to me. And mine went like, boom, overnight. And then I just started seeing like, whoa, what the fuck is happening? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it used to be one night stands that would make me go viral overnight. <laughs> now it's TikTok. I'm going to try. I honestly, I've been thinking, I looked at your videos. I watched everybody else's TikTok things. I looked at the platform. I'm like, yeah, I could probably do some stupid things on here. Hey, you you kill it, bro. You would kill it. Once you get an understanding of it, bro, you blow that thing up, man. Oh, man. I'm on it. That's what I'm going to do right after this. Kim's going to hate yeah. it. Uh, you coming to dinner? I'm like, TikToking, babe. TikToking. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's out of my comfort zone because you know i'm like you, you had a music i make i make hardcore music and shit like that but yeah it's like bro i gotta fucking do what i gotta do to get uh you know the people you know and i, I want to reach the youth you get what i'm saying too i want to reach the younger generation as well and they on tiktok all this kind of shit so to bring them in to give them a message is what yeah. i basically want to do so yeah. I got to find ways to bring the youth in. I got to find ways to bring people in so they can get this major message I'm trying to put out. You know what I'm saying? It, it's good for the whole. It's good for the whole. You know, like that youth energy is what 
a lot of times rock and roll. I, I talk about it all the time. You and I have had many, many, many conversations yeah. about, this, about how, how do you get them to pay attention? How do you get to see them to see the other side? And, and if you're not leaning into what is their lives, like you have exactly. to go outside of the idea, like, I don't get it. It's not my thing. Well, exactly. it doesn't fucking matter because like somebody else is doing it and they're going to be doing it regardless. So you either, Figure it out and you you, you teach. Yeah, you, or you get left behind, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to get left behind. And the thing is, it's like when I changed from big jeans to skinny jeans, bro. I was like, oh, man, I got to put on these fucking skinny jeans. <laughs> I'm, I now I, I got to make the change. What now, you do with all those Jenko jeans? Yeah, it's Jenko's, my Jenko. Oh, I man. I change my Jenko's. <laughs> I used to not be, I wouldn't buy them unless I could fit them around my head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's a, it's a crazy thing for me because you know it's a part of you as an artist that's like, bro, I don't want to do this shit. But then again, this ain't the '90s. This ain't early 2000s. You know, like you would never see Rage Against the Machine on fucking TikTok or some shit like that. But if they was around today, you wouldn't know who the fuck sure. they were. You know. Sure, yeah. so, you would see Beastie Boys on TikTok. I, I feel like Beastie Boys. You would see Beastie Boys on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, like there's know? certain personalities that work on you know, and, and you're so right about that. Yeah, you're true. That's a true thing. Hey, uh, someone asked, uh, Pyro, Pyro, Hyro, Jesus. Pyro, I like that. It's, it's the hair, right? I don't even know what day. We get casino hours right now in this world. <laughs> listen, uh, Pyro, that's a good, bring that into your show. Just, Lanes. We're just, um, listen, someone wanted, uh, you have any good stories from Shiprocks? They can be PG or R or else <laughs> here. And shit, I mean, my favorite stories is, you know, getting up there performing and doing the moves and shit that I did. But, uh, Man, any crazy stories was in the casino, and honestly, I don't remember too, too much. Yeah, that's it's an old band after midnight. Yeah, it's gotta know, man. I guess uh, doing a uh, sabotage karaoke drunk as fuck was an epic moment. <laughs> it's shit, bro. But oh, yeah, I got stories where my cigarette broke and a homie fixed the cigarette. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, like he showed me, he, he fixed a, a broken cigarette. A broken cigarette. And just made it work again. So that was kind of magic. You know, not I a jewel or anything like that. Paper and mat, paper and tobacco, not a jewel. Yeah, it's not a tool for him. <laughs> life hack. Life hack. He, he life hacked the cigarette, bro. That was amazing. Jokes on you. Jokes on you. So many different things. Yeah, super glue. <laughs> but a specific story, I can't even tell you right now, man. Was, I had too much fun up there, man. I think every day, if I can, if I can chime in on that, I think every day is a specific different yeah. story and they all kind of like at the end of it you can't remember anything because it all feels like <laughs> the one moment which was just like yeah, i was on a i was on a ship uh yeah, I, that's it that's all i know and i make you friends know? with everybody too so i just be like man i'm fucking having fun <laughs> yeah yeah sure how are we doing is there any other questions out there justin i know it's good we're coming up on uh they all want more r-rated stories but there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing. You can't make that shit up. I mean, uh, all right, listen, I, wish dude, I, I can tell you, every time I saw you at the casino, you were just against the bar chilling, talking to people. There's nothing, yeah. you know, I mean, look, my, my, biggest story, my biggest story would be me creating like a circle sitting down at the casino. That was about it, though, because perfect. we all sat down. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting the people to relax. Good. Yeah, we sat down. But yeah, that's it. I mean, chilling at the casino, kicking it. So, so when you say you sat down, was that like a like a 
a circle jerk type sort of thing. Oh, like, bro, we got like a whole circle sitting <laughs> down. Not circle jerking, but. Not, so not R rated. Was it like a camp circle? Like, it was, you know, yeah, it was like right in the middle of. Think of a song. Floor, and everybody joined in, and we, they gave us a bucket of uh, beer, and we called that a good time, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it wasn't even spin the bottle. You guys were just sitting in a circle. Yeah, spin the bottle. That should have happened. Then spin <laughs> the bottle. That would have been R rated, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on how far it went, I the results. How far it goes. And who could fit that bottle in their asshole, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to kind of catch some people coming on late, Hiro, if you real quick, catch people up to speed on, on not really what you've been doing this summer. Everyone knows you've been being creative, but when this kind of like goes down and everyone's kind of back uh, at it, what are, what are your plans? Oh, my plans? Uh, yeah, hit the road, hit the road, hit the road, man. And that like, is with... Pop, uh, with, oh, my tour, yeah, with Asking Alexandria, Wage War, Falling in Reverse, man. I'm going to hit the road, put out my new album with Matt Good, which, you know what I'm saying, they call it, you know, people using the word genius and shit like that, bro. It's fucking epic. This, I'm real proud of this album. I'm not going to lie, man. Killer Choruses, and your boy singing some on there, too, man. It sounds dope. And, uh, yeah, man. And let me ask you, is it intimidating to go from rapping and, and, and that thing to kind of going into, like, more singing, melodic stuff? Oh, yeah, it's fucking intimidating as fuck. <laughs> but, you know, I got a cool voice, though. I wasn't really tripping. I ain't mad at it. I got a cool voice. Now, you know, I got to just translate it live because, you know, they could sauce me up a little bit better when I'm doing it like that. But when I get live, so I can't wait to start. I practiced something the other day, man. It was fucking dope, man. So I think, live, I think live all bets are off because you it's the energy that's going to sell it, you know? Yeah, exactly. The energy can sell, but it's fucking dope, man. I love it. Hey, it's we got another question from Michelle. Oh, uh, who would you like sorry, to collaborate Michelle. with? Who i like to collaborate with? Yeah. Oh, uh, man. That's a good idea. I think I want to do something with Bad Wolves for sure. You know, Bad Wolves would be epic. Hailstorm is another one because Lizzie, like I said, that's a cool story right here. I toured with uh, Hailstorm. They was like, that's Lane, Lane. That was one of my first tours too with Hailstorm when they was super young. You know what I'm saying? RJ was super young, couldn't <laughs> drink and all that shit. It was fucking crazy, man. You know, yeah. I think I think their mom and dad was uh, the tour managers and stuff at that time too, man. It was fucking. We was all super young, dude. It's crazy, man. But yeah, you guys were all that. Everyone's like first tour, right? First album type of stuff. Yeah, man, it was insane. Yeah, it was, yeah. That, I think that's the first one Lane had brought me on, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was okay. Hailstorm. Right. And my first actual tour was with um, the Alcoholics, the rap group, the Alcoholics back in what? the day. Okay, yeah, now, that, that one does have. Tour. That one has uh, who's who's the actor that's in that Scott Con? No, 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 that's um. You're talking about another band. You're talking about the uh, other. That's group. uh. The, help me I, fuck, the name is throwing me. I know which one you're talking about though. That was anyone, uh, anyone out there in in, in Shipwark World know who Scott Con was a part of a rap group. Yeah, he was with Alchemist and somebody else in that oh. group. I forget the name. Damn it! All right, sorry, blew that one. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know that group though, but not the, the alcoholics is a Taz and uh, what's his name, Tash and uh, forget uh, fuck, I forget their names right now. But yeah, it's fucking old school hip hop yeah. West Coast group, man. That took me out, and then after that, I went on tour with El Nino. El Nino fucking took me to Brazil. Wow, Brazil with El Nino. Oh man, that was so epic, dude. That yeah. was fucking amazing. And I didn't have a band at that time. I just had me and my DJ, and it was fucking crazy, bro. I was playing the mixtape stuff that I did. And I got a standing ovation too. It was epic. <laughs> awesome, dude. Uh, that band was the Hooligans. The Hooligans. Hooligans. There you go. The Hooligans. Yeah. 
I googled. I cheated, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think it was who was it? Um, Scott Conn is Alchemist and um, the sports presentator dude. I forget his name. He was in one of the sports. Like, he was rapping back then, if I'm not mistaken. Oh in my that God. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a that's a crazy first. To I mean, first, what what, what happened after El Nino? Where did you? Who, who? Oh, El Nino. Yeah, El Nino. After I did El Nino, I think that was Hailstorm. Uh, El Nino. After. El Nino was Hellstorm. And then I did, I did so much stuff, man. You know, trying to, the Warped Tour 2012 was insane. I was out there with um, MGK when he was young. Fucking, I was like, my son. Yeah. Yeah, funny story is I, uh, yeah, um, with MGK. And so Kevin Lyman had put me up. Because he, he, he knew I was rapping too. So he mixed me in with the rockers and the rappers. And one time he put me on a rap show. Where, where it was me, MGK, Modson, and he put me before Mods. I was like, bro, I can't do this. This is going to be bad. I already know it's going to be fucking horrible, dude. Why put me here yeah. right now? Oh, when I got on that stage, there's just a bunch of little girls. Bleh! I lost. <laughs> <laughs> we want MGK, MGK. Oh, fuck y'all. Have you ever been booed up, booed up, booed off stage, or like not maybe not even booed off stage? Like that's a great moment. Warp tour is like another day, another dollar. But if you've oh, been yeah, on yeah. a situation where because you're like it's a big ass fucking thing, a big circus. When you're on like a tour with like maybe one or two other bands, you know, going pretty well. Yeah, and exactly. Stage and for some reason in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, some dude Thanks, just a piece of actual human shit at you, or you know whatever the thing <laughs> is like that. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, when I, another tour I did Hollywood Undead back in the days. Hollywood yeah. Undead showed me mad love. I made a dope song with them too. Oh man, I hope they put that out, bro. That song is sick, man. I just made a new one with them too. But uh, yeah, Hollywood Undead took me. I had one of them shows where like, I was fucking hipster rage against the machine right here. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines. Did somebody say that out loud? Yeah, somebody like, said. I heard them say, oh my god! Hipster rage against the machine. <laughs> Man, I, I remember this. That's so. Did, was is that where it ended, or that like did anybody rally behind this guy? You're like, yeah, it is. Oh, nah, or is it just nah, done? I just, I just was nice. rocking, man. You know, it's just so crazy when you do different shows. And you got, you know, some people not gonna fuck with it, or they they fuck with it, they like it, but they don't want to show they like it because they came for the one band. You ever get that person that? Oh you yeah. Know, fuck with that. In rap, you get that a lot too, man. You try to. Get the but they just came for like I didn't want a show with Twenty One Savage in Texas. I saw yeah. one girl. She was, no, she wanted to just dance, but she was just waiting for Twenty One Savage the whole time. Yeah, I don't even know who's singing or anything. When that there's like fifty people on stage who don't need to be there. I'm like, which one of this is? Who's Twenty One up here? Because I don't know who's singing. <laughs> who's oh yeah, I don't get that. yeah. Rap music is a whole different ball yeah, game. It's crazy. Yeah, they, uh, hey. 30 people that don't need to be on stage for no goddamn reason. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got another question uh, with the COVID thing. I hate even start, I hate even calling it a name. I just want to ignore it. I know, true. Are there any lyrics now? Anything like ideas coming for like lyrics for songs coming up, addressing it or addressing this time in, in our country? Or uh, I kind of address stuff on my remixes a little bit, but I, I, I don't know. I made my album before, so I was seeing some of it occur. So I speak of things, but you know, I already never put nothing up front because I don't really know what's going on. And then we in this conspiracy world where everybody got fucking conspiracies and all kinds yeah. of shit now. So I don't want to come across like that too. So I kind of just hit to a point. So when, when I do speak on things, you'll get what I'm saying, but I also like to keep it poetic as well. So yeah. I never. <laughs> yeah, by the time. 
Yeah. Uh, the time you sing about mur murder hornets, they're already going to be extinct. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't want to be. Yeah, you don't want to be. I don't, gonna, like, I don't like to time my music, man. You know, because right. after this Corona shit, you know, I, I hope it gets done, but they're going to scare us with some other shit, like the murder hornets, or they're going to scare us with some other fucking thing. Remember Y2K, they scared us, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, they, dude. Yeah. Every, they always got some new shit for us to be scared of, man. You feel me? So. It's, it's, that's why it's like you can't keep up with it, you know. That's why I try to keep it poetic and never time my music. Well, Chad, I mean, you got any last questions for? Are we? It's you giving us an hour of your time, man, and we 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 can't thank you anymore. Oh, Chad, oh, you got good, any, anything oh, you want good. to finish with? Oh man, nah, just thank y'all. Love y'all, shit rockers, man. Everybody stay safe out there, you know. I know everybody tired of this shit now, so yeah, man. I hope we get back running soon, you know, and we can. Like I said, I posted the shit with no Martian and no nothing. Like, what's going on, man? So yeah, that, that'll last about one note. Exactly. Like I said, one note. That's going to <laughs> What, so, uh, Chad, do you got anything uh, last for Hyro? Yeah, two two things. One, do you have a title for this record? Are you able to talk, say it, or no? Now I don't even got a title yet, man. I ain't got no title. Oh. I'm still thinking about that one. Yeah, I ain't got no title for it yet. Maybe you know, it's, it's called tight. murder hornets, you know? <laughs> it's called it COVID. Yeah. COVID <laughs> plus murder hornets. COVID plus murder hornets. Hyro, <laughs> uh, is, is what's the website exactly that people can go to if they still want to purchase music or apparel or whatever? Oh, HyroTheHero.com, man. You go HyroTheHero.com or King's Road merch. King Rose merch. They got a lot of my stuff over there, too. I just posted them today, so y'all can check that out. All right, guys. So those in Facebook Live world, uh, there you go. If you want to support this gentleman, yeah. Uh, listen, Hyro, uh, awesome time, man. You made us laugh, and you blew you blew uh, our minds with the whole <laughs> your first band thing. So I got to tell you, I, I'm now I'm going to go back and be like, oh my god, what a great night. So yeah. listen, yeah. thank you. We're going to do a little bit of a close up shop here, guys. We've got a few select cabins left for 2021. So get on those. We're about 95% sold. So if you want to get in and and be waving from the ship and not the shore. Make sure and go to shiprock.com and <laughs> book your cabin now. Hyro, we can't thank you enough. Stay safe. Hey, thank y'all, man. Y'all stay safe. Thanks, Chad. We'll see you again. You guys can check it. Check out all of the social platforms. Check out his TikTok, which is now. Yeah, get on the TikTok. <laughs> get him up to 10,000 by midnight, okay? Exactly. Uh, Tag me Guys, thank you again for giving us your Friday night. We're going to continue doing these Making Way sessions. Uh, we got a special guest coming up again real soon. We'll announce this next week. Uh, we'll have some more uh, viral games coming up so you guys can win prizes. And we just want to thank you guys again for being part of our community and making us what we are after 12 years. And uh, look, man, if we're the first thing going out in 2021 to represent the music industry, then God bless us. All right. So everyone take care. Be safe. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road.